Let me introduce you. Let me introduce you. Welcome, welcome to Let Me Introduce You, a film and friends podcast where three dear friends from college 20 years ago uh, who have very different film tastes introduce one another to their favorites. I'm one of your three hosts. My name is Graham and I'm joined by my two witchy, witchy uh, (laughs) castmates. My castmates, you guys are castmates. (laughs) I have Katie here. Hello. Katie reporting live from where? I'm from rainy, cold, sleety Cincinnati. Oh my gosh, we're all over the country this 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 week. And Ashley, we're with Ashley as well. Where are you, Ashley? Hey y'all! In a surprise switch up, I'm in California. <laughs> you've you've been replaced. LA has replaced you, Katie. Oh man, <laughs> Katie and I are doing a swap. She's in the Midwest-ish, and I'm I'm in LA. Yes. <laughs> and I'm still in my closet. In <laughs> Forever in the closet. Um, so um, we are in the in the midst of our new theme. And two weeks ago, we had Katie's brother, Zach, on to talk about Tombstone. And this week, we have my sister, Stephanie. Stephanie? Hi. My oldest sister, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. How I've enjoyed you? every single podcast. Yes. Yay. She's one of our, our true, true fans. <laughs> Listen to every single episode. My other sister, who will go nameless, has not listened to it. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> and she asked, why was I invited? I go, because you haven't listened to any of <laughs> 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 Stephanie, you are reporting live from where? From Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh, hometown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is your first podcast. Yes, it is. I'm not very chatty, so I feel a little weird, but I'm going to do a good job. Girl, you're already doing so well. Yeah, you already, you've already said at least four minutes. You're doing great. Um, so this week is, uh, I to say that I have been looking forward to an episode about this movie is an understatement. I feel like I wanted to launch this podcast because of this movie. It's been on the on our it's development list. It wasn't Beverly Hills. It wasn't. Well, True Beverly Hills is it's in the same vein as that. Um, Katie, you're it's your first time for you, but yep. but. This was a, a huge film in, in our house growing up. Stephanie, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about this week? Oh, okay. So you want me to go into Teen Witch right now? <laughs> we'll just say we're going to watch Teen we're, we're talking about Teen Witch. We're talking about Teen, we're talking about teen Witch. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> so, Stephanie, um, I, I, I've on the pod, I've, I've mentioned a bunch that, that this and True Beverly Hills, and Grease 2, and the original Hairspray were just like on heavy, heavy rotation mm-hmm. in our house growing up. Um, because you and Amanda would always pick what we watched. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably one of the main reasons that I'm gay, so thank you. Um, You're fabulous. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Stephanie, tell us, before we get into the, the uh, plot description of Teen Witch, kind of tell me about your relationship to the movie. When do you remember watching it, or, or when did it come into your life? Gosh, I just remember it kind of being on loop. I don't remember the first time that we watched it. I just remember that it was kind of always on. We knew all the songs. Um, Graham was really into movies. I don't know, your whole life. He would know how much every movie made on the box office. He would <laughs> still does. He, still he does. would type it. He would be embarrassed that he was typing it, but I don't think he's embarrassed anymore. <laughs> I, I do get quizzed a lot by lots of people. Like, quick, how much did Virgin Suicides make? I'm like, ah, 
<laughs> My very favorite mem- childhood memory of Graham was he would get so excited when I would start started learning how to drive. And after I was 16, I would take him on Tuesdays to Blockbuster. He would get to go pick out what he wanted. It was his very favorite, and I loved it, too. Yes. You know? We have a lot of great movie memories together. Yes. Um, and I definitely want to get into a few of those later okay. on, because there's a couple that I hold really special. Um, but Teen Witch is, uh, before we get to the plot description, it is um, it's a comedy. It is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's... A slight drama. It's a musical. <laughs> Did I forget any genres in there? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Katie, first viewing. Did I forget any genres? Teen romance. Sure. Yes. yes. It's Se- very. Sexy. It's very formulaic. It when you come when you think of like mm-hmm. how do I make a teenage romance movie? Yeah. This has all of the things. I think it is the quintessential, like. 80s mishmash of everything um and uh, a movie that i hold dear so there's this could be a three and a half hour episode um because so, <laughs> there's so much i want to discuss um and i know you all do as well so before we get into that stephanie can you do the do us the honor of giving us a synopsis of if you can <laughs> yes i mean there's so much to say but i'll tell you some of it <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, so Teen Witch was made in 1989, and um, I learned as I was doing a little research, which I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do. Um, <laughs> oh, that was just for Katie. Okay. That was just for Katie. <laughs> just for yeah. Katie, okay. That's because yeah. I've never seen it before. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that um, it was modeled after Teen Wolf, like the female version of Teen Wolf, which I thought was very mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so it was originally pitched as that. Um, it's a story about a seemingly unpopular 16-year-old girl who um, comes upon an amulet from her drama teacher, I believe. And um, mm-hmm. that's significant in a moment. But um, she is kind of down on her luck. She's having an identity crisis about who she wants to be. She um, So anyway, she starts riding her bike and is almost hit by the most popular boy and his girlfriend. <sighs> Brad. Oh, it's a meat cute. It's a meat. It's a meat death. Almost. I think she already knew it. Ends up at a um, what a gene? Not a genie. A psychic. Psychic. Yeah. A fortune teller's yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Who sees her amulet? And the fortune teller tells her that she is a reincarnated witch, who is going to gain some powers on her sixteenth birthday, and um, that she must trust her. <laughs> Mm. Person I just met. Sure. Yes, <laughs> um, and the the psychic is played by Zelda Rubenstein. Is that how you say it? I love mm-hmm. her. <laughs> Zelda um, from Poltergeist, right? Yeah. Yes. This house is clean. <laughs> <laughs> so Louise attempts to make her dreams come true by concocting a love spell, trying to get Brad to love her. Um, that was her first little spell she wanted to do. However, it she decided not to do it. <laughs> But mm-hmm. she does. Um, she does some other fun things along the way, which I'm sure you'll talk about. A, a voodoo doll with her teacher, who mm-hmm. um, who embarrasses her in class, <laughs> makes him walk through the car wash yep. and stuff. I love that. Um, yep. But then she decides to. She goes back and decides that she wants more. So she decides that um, the spell should be about her wanting to be the most popular girl. So the movie is uh, very much about that. How everyone wants wants to be like her, copies her, loves her. 
Um, however, she loses her best friend in the process, which I'm, I'm sure you've seen in other movies. <laughs> so in the end, she's kind of left to decide whether she even needs magic at all in her life. And then it just kind of ends. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And there's a lot of music and songs interspersed. Yes. And my family has a lot of opinions that are opposite of mine, which we can talk about later. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, Good, Stephanie. It was very interesting. I'm so hmm. glad that you did the synopsis this time because, one, you know, you did it, it very good, very straightforward. It would have been completely different from my synopsis, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, I, I, I would have had more Pippi-like opinions to... Okay, to okay, but, all right. I knew but, that it was going to get a Pippi reaction. But no, 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 no. <laughs> like, well, you I, know, yeah. uh, but I thought you did very well. Thank you. Good job, Seth. Thank you. Um, I just have to so tell you the office. opening sequence where she's going all slow and talking about everything. It's never going to be the same again. Yeah. My my mm-hmm. daughter said, "Well, I'm never going to be sane again." <laughs> <laughs> 9-year-old genius. And she said she genius. said, "We get it. You have heels." <laughs> oh my gosh. So Okay, that's Stephanie, you so have perfect. To, you have to litter some more comments. That is how it started. That, that is how it started watching it with my family. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's wonderful. So, uh, I can't wait to hear further opinions. <laughs> Quickly, box office wise, this was released uh, the weekend of April twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, it opened the same weekend as Pet Cemetery and Ooh. Field of Dreams, and this oh, wow. opened down at number eighteen that weekend. Making three thousand eight hundred and seventy-five dollars, <gasps> only opening in seventeen screens, and uh, made a total of twenty-seven thousand eight hundred and forty-three dollars at the box office. Ouch! So yes, this is our lowest grossing uh, wow. film that we've ever done. But with you know, this has lived on because I think HBO probably bought the pro- the rights and just played it nonstop. Uh, in the early 90s. So definitely a cult classic. Um, Katie, because it's your first time, I'm so eager (laughs) to hear what your thoughts are of this movie. So I have some thoughts. Um, (laughs) No. My my first thought is more of an all-encompassing. When I think, why is Graham the way that he is? (laughs) Like, if there was a movie that would encapsulate every single bit of your personality and your likes and your... Like, if I were to put Graham... If I were to make Graham into a movie, it would be this movie. This movie has, like... (laughs) Oh, my God. It was was literally, like, you know, with the singing and the dancing and the the styles and the the storyline and the little brother and and sister relationship. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is is just Graham in a movie. Yep, Um, yep. It was. I liked it better than Pippi. Okay, that's that's I, something. I liked it better than Pippi. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it, it, it's pretty formulaic and like, you know, teen gets powers and then wishes for all the wrong things and gets the boy. Um, so I, I did like the songs. That I like boy song is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so, can I jump in, Katie? Like, I told you that it was a musical. Like, that, the I Like Boys scene, which takes place a, a good, like, five or six minutes into the movie. Um, and basically, y'all, it's just, like, the girls in the locker room dancing about boys. <laughs> Zoe said, just when I th- thought it was getting good, it gets horrible again. Daddy, help. <laughs> when, that, when that song came on. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, Katie, when, when I said, oh, it's a musical, like, 
when that started, what did you? What were you thinking? Like, what? what? I was like, oh god, oh god, what's hap- what's happening? Um, it was, it was. I was like, sure, just add to sure. it. Um, you know, because like, it was, it was fun, and I liked watching the dancing because like their leotards are like so perfect. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that bothered me the most, okay. uh, there was one thing that really bothered me. Everything else was like fun, and I enjoyed it. But the one thing that really bothered me is the absolute disregard for Brad's girlfriend. So, so the main the main character Louise, she gets those powers, and then she's like, "I want Brad. Brad is all I want. Uh, no, just no regard for how Brad feels or Brad's current relationship with his girlfriend, who doesn't seem like that bad of a lady. Like she's not like overly mean or anything. Um, and like Brad winds up, you know." making out with Louise. Like I don't hardcore. Think yeah, like hardcore. And I don't think he's under a spell at that point. I think it's just like him. And he, at the end, he asks Louise to whatever this dance, the moonlight dance. And uh, Louise says no. He winds up going with his current girlfriend. And uh, they're, they're there together, Brad and his girlfriend. And then halfway through, Brad ditches her and makes out with Louise on the dance floor. And then you don't see the reaction from the current. Like, there's no play at all. And I'm like, one, you're kind like, Louise, you're kind of a jerk for, like, man-stealing. And then, two, Brad's also kind of a jerk for just, like, ditching his girlfriend. And then there's no mention of the girlfriend at all. So that, like, got under yep. my skin. Yeah. But I thought it was fun overall. It was, it was fun to watch. Yes. Yeah, definitely, um... Got to sit back and be like, yep, whatever you're throwing at me, I'm taking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the joke's on Louise because in real life, the actor and actress who played Dan and Rhonda got married. So They did! And they're still yeah. married. Cute. Yeah, they met on the set and got married. Oh, good for them. Isn't that great? Yeah. The, uh, the, I did, I, I was mentioning this before, to, uh, before we started recording, but so the, the actor who played Brad, I was like, I didn't recognize any of the actors other than Zelda Rubenstein. Uh, I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. I didn't watch Punky Brewster growing up. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't know any of this. Who's in Punky Brewster? Louise. Mm. Robin Lively. She was in two episodes. Okay, well, two episodes of Punky Brewster. I don't okay, know. She, I was like, she's not so Boon Fry. <laughs> but uh, the the boyfriend was uh, Chip Matthews in Friends. She wa- he was uh, Rachel. Uh, Rachel Green's uh, high school boyfriend. Oh, okay. It's he was a, also in Son-in-Law. Mm-hmm. Oh, with Polly Shore? Yeah, he was the like shitty boyfriend who whoever the main actress, that's like her boyfriend. Carla Gurgino. Thank you, he's, Carla. From Trip Beverly Hills. <laughs> he's just got it, a, all, it all connects. <laughs> he's just got a shitty boyfriend on lockdown because those are the rules. Okay, we are going to talk about more about Brad in a moment, but okay. but because but, like have that is a bullet point on my outline. Oh god, um, Ashley, you you've revisited this. What was it like watching it again? Okay, so in a surprise to myself, um, I downloaded this to watch on the airplane. Um, and I felt really awkward watching it in front of other people <laughs> because in a surprise to myself, um, I totally mixed this up with <gasps> Wish Upon a Star, oh the my- Catherine Heigl movie that's actually a body switch. Um, and so I actually had not seen this before. Oh my God, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept being like, when's, when's that one scene coming up? And I'm watching it and I'm like... <gasps> 
I haven't seen this. Oh, oh wow. what a surprise. Um, yeah, it was... Um, I am looking forward to hearing why y'all loved it so much. <laughs> because I was like, this is real 80s and real... Real wild. I mean, obviously, I, I love a redheaded protagonist, right? Yes. Um, and oh, I wait, loved... we've had multiple redheaded protagonists in our pod. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Um, and I loved when, you know, Louise embraced her naturally curly hair because it was looking a little, little rough at the beginning. Um, not that very first scene where she's in her fantasy and her hair's gorgeously curly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we get it. She has heels. Um I love it, Zoe. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was it was all of the eighties things. Um, but yeah, l- let me tell you, as a adult woman watching a nineteen eighties movie and seeing teenagers make out while on an airplane, that was awkward. It was uh, awkward. So okay, amazing, Ashley. I'm so thrilled that you thought you saw that. <laughs> actually hadn't. <laughs> Wait, Ashley, did you, you, when you say downloaded, do you now own this movie? No. Uh, no, I oh. was not going to buy this. <laughs> Sorry. Just, well, just rented it off of Prime. Did a, did a 48 oh, I hour. I, was, oh. I watched it on YouTube for free, so if anybody mm. wants to watch it, it's on YouTube. It's also on Pluto TV for free as well. I paid for it because I want Robin Lively to get that penny. <laughs> get that penny residual. But did you buy right. it so you can watch it again and again and again? I'm sure I own it. So I've, I've like rented it so much over the years that they've, I, should, I should honestly just buy it. <laughs> All right, Stephanie. So when was the last time you saw this, Stephanie? Oh, gosh, I don't even know. It, it was at least a decade. It was so different watching okay. it with my family. <laughs> yeah, so let's hear about So, So, Stephanie, you have a nine-year-old, and you watched it with your husband as well. Yes. So tell us about what it's like to watch a film that you were, like, really into when you were around Zoe. Not actually, you were a little older than Zoe when this came yeah, out. Yeah, and I was so excited to introduce it and the, the music, and then I was like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> 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 the I Like Boys so song sorry. came on, and I was like, well, that's kind of anti-everything I'm trying to teach my kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it is not all about boys. It is not all about being popular. I was like, this is so silly you know <laughs> but I myself enjoyed it and but in my head I was like kind of glad that my daughter didn't you know <laughs> yeah so You're what else well was she saying yeah what else was she saying during it was she just like oh I'm not gonna do that for a man in my life or something <laughs> well I mean no <laughs> <laughs> I am an independent woman <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she said that <laughs> I mean she started you know when Polly's rap came on she started Zoe started rapping about how it was a waste of our time and I started laughing. I started laughing so hard I started crying. <laughs> but now she can now she can do half of it. <laughs> she can do the top that right? Yeah. Yep. Half of it. That's great. Yeah. Um, I mean it is hard to remember. And like when, that when the dog um, the brother gets turned into a dog and there just happens to be a a tub full of water already ready. <laughs> Greg mentioned that, my husband. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of ridiculous yeah just little things like that Um, there's a lot of suspension of belief yeah i was gonna say the mom was just really on top of it and she knew that that kid needed a bath every night based on how he ate food (laughs) that 
Oh, that and brother. like they start talking about how it's a luxury to have people agree with you, Madam Serene. I was like, well, actually, no, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Like if ever, if ever there was something that is a product of its time, it is, it is this. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, the fashion is insane. Uh-huh. Um, like when she goes to the dance, when she like goes to the bathroom and and dresses up for the, to look a little like more hip, and she puts on that pink tutu and those sunglasses. Oh my god, I and love teases the her tutu. Hair. And I was like, that is ridiculous. But like, I'm like, hmm, I've probably been to several parties in San Francisco where I see people dress up like that today. <laughs> like, so almost it's ahead of its time, really. Sure. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, I have a question. I know that you're, you're Graham's older sister, so you're a little bit older than us. Mm-hmm. And you would have been in, I guess, like high school not not at this time, but a little bit later. Did you see people dress like that, or did you know people dress like no. that in high school? I mean, we went to Catholic school, so oh, we weren't right. allowed to. We weren't allowed to have any expression, <laughs> <laughs> except except praising Jesus. Of course, I mean, not even in college though. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I was like. You know, okay, so it, it, you know, it did come out in the 80s, so I know that they're, like, trying to emulate, like, what cool people look like during the time period. But I was like, is that for real? Um, but I guess it probably was. I guess for, like, maybe maybe. It, maybe this is, like, already, like, dated when it came out, probably. Because yeah, it feels wondering. like it's almost mid-80s uh, style. I mean, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um <laughs> Well, let's think about comparing to... the fashion in this to Heather's because didn't that come out around the exact oh my same God. time? The same year. Yeah. But the Heather's year. went like so full on preppy, right? Whereas this yeah. is more the like rock and roll, like not not punk, but like you know, it's like it leaned into more of the like rock and roll hair metal um, mm-hmm. style. There's just so many plot points that just are left dangling in yeah. this. Mm-hmm. For example, we mentioned her brother turning into a dog, and then it's never mentioned that the brother's like, I know you're a witch. Right. Like, he nope. just kind yeah. of just shows up one more time just as a bellhop in their house, and, he, like, and like, that's it. <laughs> and my one of my favorite parts is when uh, Louise goes to Madame Serena, and she's like, Madame Serena says, what was your name again? And she goes, Louise Miller. And she goes, Miller. As if, like, Miller is some exotic name. She's never... I've heard that name Miller before. Like, yes, it is one of the most common last names. Mm-hmm. I had that thought, too. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And the sure. fact that she turns a frog into a man and implies that she has sex with it. <laughs> yeah, this is Madame Serena, not Louise. <laughs> and all that man says is ribbit. That was yes. pretty good. Um... <laughs> There are a couple of tidbits that I've learned about the, the production of this is um, Zelda Rubenstein, she would attract, like, men over six feet tall, like, that looked like that. Like, those were what her boyfriends usually looked like. Wow. Yeah. 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 I listened to a um, an interview of Mandy Ingber, who plays Polly, the best friend. Who Polly also, she was also in Cheers. She was the, uh, Carla's son's wife. On Cheers. So, gotta give my shout out to Cheers. But she said um, the top that scene was added later, like after production had ended. And they said, oh, we're gonna bring you back and we're gonna do this musical sequence. And she goes, what am I supposed to do? She says, yeah, you're gonna be rapping a song with this, this like, the other rapping character in the movie. She goes, I'm supposed to have a crush on him now? Like, when did this happen? (laughs) (laughs) 
So they kind of just like went with it, uh, with that. Um, but the music, yeah, we've already talked about I Like Boys. Um, we have to talk about Top Fat, though, because yeah. it is an iconic part of this movie where it's just a random rap battle between these two white kids on the streets of California <laughs> in, in, like, a posh neighborhood. Uh, it makes absolutely no sense. Nope. Katie, Ashley, what are your thoughts? I was getting a lot of, well, because you see those, these three, these three friends, these three guys, the first time you see them is like in the first like five minutes of the movie, the second we get into the high school and yeah, they're like, like rapping or something in the middle of the halls. And my first thought was like, this is a very white high school for them to be doing that. (laughs) And then the second thought was, I'm getting a lot of new kids on the block vibes, Mm -hmm. which would make sense Mm -hmm. for the time. Uh, And my third thought was, these guys would not be cool whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) No. They're also, like, 30. I know. Yeah. Yeah. um, I think we can use the word rap very loosely when talking about what they did or even music or dance. Um, Because I was just like, it feels so forced and awkward, but it also, like, you know, I was born in the 80s, but I didn't grow up in the 80s. I was like, yeah, but I could also see, like, white kids not being like not really knowing about rap but being like oh this is cool I'm gonna try this and then just fucking butchering it like, <laughs> like it was so awkward yeah but I can see them as like I feel I feel that we saw these characters in the late 90s with a lot of the movies we saw of the really try hard kids mm. or the try hard guys who wanted to be cool but really aren't um but this was the the 80s version of it. It definitely provided some levity, whether intended or not. Um, but yeah, I was just watching it being like, what is this? And then I kind of wanted to look up and see if there is a supercut or somebody who has compiled a lot of scenes similar to this and just call oh, it like, what the fuck were white people in the 80s doing? <laughs> What, I mean, in general, what what the? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Other than a lot of cocaine, right? <laughs> well, well, there is probably a lot of cocaine on this side. Um, well, you know who knew every word to the top that rap was Stephanie. You <gasps> would perform this a lot in the house. Really? Hospital. I don't remember that. I mean, I know some of it now. <laughs> no. I, re- I mean, I'm not going to challenge you. I'm not going to put you on the spot. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's so wonderful. I loved it so much. Graham is definitely like so there are several songs either either performed in in the movie or just like you know played by a a very Paula Abdul lady or the opening song or the 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 all the all the saxophone Uh, I love the saxophone though yeah Yeah. yes very Lost Boys (laughs) vibes um if you guys each had to pick your favorite song, either like now or back then, what what would that be? Stephanie. I would definitely choose Top That just because she um, <laughs> she shows the boy who's boss. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That was the best part about it. And she's like, Top That. Supersonic, idiotic, disconnected, <laughs> not respected, who would ever really want to try and top that? <laughs> Stephanie! Yes! yes! <laughs> that was so good! That was amazing. That it's like it's like that was always we were always trying to memorize that Stephanie and also the excuse me officer part from True Beverly Hills as excuse well. Me, like officer, that was. Do you know who this yes. man is? 
<laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's true. My, fa- my favorite Katie is Popular Girl. Ooh. That song is legitimately... Actually, I think the music in this movie is legitimately great. <laughs> of course you do. I, I think it's... Popular Girl is a bop. And a the bop. fact that this has never been... There's never <laughs> been a formal soundtrack ever released, I think is absurd. It is great music. That is that is that is surprising yeah. because music was such an integral part of this movie. I I'm surprised they didn't do a music. I mean, it release, made twenty seven thousand dollars, so probably. <laughs> yes. Well, when you only release it in seventeen theaters, like you're not really setting yourself yeah. up for success, right? Um, right. Did y'all? So y'all know that I watch everything with captions, um, and so what I was noticing about the music is that it seemed like it was all made for it like there weren't other songs so like when anything started it would be like Teresa and Larry Weir and or Larry Weir or Teresa and the Weirs and I was like who Mm -hmm. are these people like who are they how did they get hired to do all of the music and like I was so so curious but I didn't do any research because I didn't want to like you know look into other things that that would have surprised me on something that I apparently had never seen. <laughs> never seen well there there was a stage musical um, written and perf- like created and the only thing you can find on Spotify is from that stage musical. Yeah. Um, but I just go to YouTube and listen to I actually before I did this I took a shower and I listened to Popular Girl <laughs> and sang to it in the shower because nice. it's so <laughs> effing good which also has a great rap breakdown in it as well. Grim, have you made a YouTube playlist that will basically function as the soundtrack? Because that would be amazing. There's, our, there's, there's already one. Okay, I've been good. <laughs> good. Um, so I want to talk about the brother for a second. In one of the... So the brother is played by... I think his name is... What's his name? Joshua Lee Miller. Um, it's one of the most unhinged performances in the film. He is yes. so gross... In this, he's got some amazing, amazing Joshua John Miller, amazing line readings. He's turned into a dog. He's always eating something and being gross. <laughs> Katie, you may flip when you find out what else he's been in. Okay. Yeah, he looked familiar. He was he was none other than Daniel Chalice's son in Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. Yes. So he is, he got his, that's his first movie that he was ever in. Oh my God. See, Graham, it all just comes back together. I know. Like, it's funny how many, how many things, movies that we've done are connected to this movie. But (laughs) I just, I, I loved his performance. It is so crazy. He he was always fun to watch. He's in a completely different movie. um, (laughs) Yes. When she comes back from the dance and he's making a pizza with like marshmallows and, pasta sauce and she is like you're being rude she goes he goes you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance (laughs) (laughs) i know and he's like he's like hovering over her birthday cake and he's like are we gonna eat the cake now (laughs) he's like licking it oh my god with the brown frosting like it just seemed so it was like the saddest thing but yeah that kid I so you know when we watch films and especially stuff in the eighties, you'll see kids where you're like, oh, you're clearly acting, right? And I was really impressed that I didn't feel like any of them were truly acting, right? Like I, I believed all of them. 
but really Graham like unhinged is such a great great way to put it like he yes he really truly was in this different film but it was such a goddamn delight I and he's a highlight and I'm so bummed I always forget that he's not in it as much as I thought yeah he does kind of disappear um because even her parents are complete non-entities in this movie um her basically the parenting figure is is Madame Serena. Um, but I just, he is such, he's such a treat. He's such a treat in this movie. I, uh, I feel, I was watching it and I, on one hand, I was like, this feels like if you didn't have any siblings, I don't know anything about the people who wrote this movie, but if you didn't have any siblings and you wanted to write the character of really gross little brother, this is what you write. But it also is little brothers can be really weird and can do gross yes. stuff and like. Stephanie, can you can you? Yes. Stephanie, can you uh, expand on that, please? <laughs> Actually, I don't remember him doing anything gross. We really kind of pranked him more than he did anything to us. Oh, <laughs> do you remember your pranks, Stephanie? Yeah. Do you remember the pranks that you did? E- to yeah. Me? Do you remember do you my to... childhood trauma? <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> do you... I have one that just comes to mind. Eggnog? Do you want to tell them? Are you talking about the eggnog? Oh, my God. No. There's that. Well, every Thanksgiving, they would find some way to pour eggnog all, all over my head. Isn't that terrible? Oh. It's horrible. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there was that one year where you were, like, Amanda's, like, um, Graham, like, Stephanie's by the pool, and she's, like, really sad, and she needs to talk to you. And I go, oh, my God, what's wrong? Because I'm a caring brother. <laughs> And I go outside, I'm like, Stephanie, what's wrong? Are you okay? And then I turn around. You start laughing. I turn around, and Amanda has a vat of eggnog and just throws it at my face. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> so wasteful. And then, like, the Chucky doll, like, the, my buddy, we would, like, he looked like I was Chucky. Terrified of my so butt. we would, like, you know, make a jump out at him and stuff. We were not, not. <laughs> you put it in my this bed is, once with a knife. This is like oh, Grammy's horror. <laughs> They put it on top of my door, so when I opened my door, it fell down on me. And I was like, ah! But I was mostly very I mean, kind my- and sweet. You were mostly, you were mostly kind and mostly. sweet. Mostly. I took him but to I the did, movies. I did see myself, I did see myself and the brother a little bit. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Brad. Brad yeah, is, is so hot, I can't stand it. He okay. does fulfill that, like, classic You don't think Brad's hot? Prep look. Katie, what is wrong with you? Okay, what but Katie also hot? thought Frank with his gross fingernails was really sexy that's in not... Hellraiser, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so no, yeah, Ka- Brad, Brad Katie, actually, not... I'm not gonna, yeah, you don't even Brad's get Brad's just not, not my type. Gorgeous and yummy and, well, actually, you know, he doesn't drive Drives a convertible? No, he's just kind of, like, too jockey and very self-centered. And... A little cheesy. And 26. Yeah, yeah, just not for me. Stephanie, did you like him growing up? I mean, I don't think I ever really thought about it like that. You know? No, you didn't. <laughs> I guess I was the only one that house sexualizing. Um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Stephanie, who were your crushes? Um, Besides, it was Jonathan from New Kids on the Block. Mark. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. obviously. Who's gay? No, no, gay I was now? Joe. Oh, you were Joey McIntyre. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Mark Ruffalo was my main I was one. Donnie. Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh. No, but from your childhood. <sighs> even remember other than new kids were you into jason Priestley? Um, oh you're more of a luke yeah perry. Remember you really more of luke perry him. yeah mm-hmm. she liked the bad boys yeah yeah joey mcintyre was a bad boy <laughs> no there's just that random scene where he's like throwing a football shirtless and i'm just like hello 
Brandon uh, and I love because watching that the scene. football going through the tire hole over and over wasn't subtle at all. <laughs> and then he, he's just like, <laughs> uh, let me just take my Kitty, shirt off. Don't and sexualize start doing... this movie. <laughs> no, because yeah, him taking his shirt off and just doing random push-ups on the ground after like throwing the ball through the hole a bunch yeah. of times. No, not sexualized at all. But you, I, but that was hot. You guys! Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it says Ashley because she's more level grounded. Than yeah. Me. I mean, yeah. He has was, clean fingernails. Yeah, <laughs> he's got clean fingernails. So I'm not worried about that part. Um, <laughs> no, like he was that like classic, you know, handsome look that was going on. He was fit. You know, it does make me feel more comfortable to know he was 26 when he made this. To be like, okay, yeah, I can be think you're attractive other than being like you're a teen that feels weird but yeah yeah no he's got like a good jawline and like symmetry of his face clear Mm. skin Mm. i would say the making the making out between her him and louise is like aggressive like it is intense and the scene where they go on a drive to a rundown barn (laughs) so uncomfortable (laughs) it is like this uh, stephanie what was that like watching with zoe where the, the set the set the scene they leave school he takes her to this abandoned like farmhouse and they go stripping he starts like that so weird take clothes off I um, I think we'd, we'd already lost her by then so I wasn't too worried <laughs> she was like I've had it I'm I'm with yeah. I mean it's very much like one of those things now where you would be like you need to get out of the car. You need to tuck and roll if someone is driving you to an abandoned house, <laughs> right? What I thought was so funny, and it almost felt like indicative of high school making out when people don't know what they're doing. Because when I watch people kissing in films, I'm very much like, have you kissed someone before? Do you know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, it was the constant switching of heads. Each kiss, their head <laughs> rotated back and forth and like kept That's switching. not how you do it? That's <laughs> I was like, I learned how to kiss from this movie. Thank you. Oh, no wonder Brandon is like, don't do that. <laughs> Phoebe loves it, though. That's a good point, Ashley. Yeah, it was, like, very um, uh, athletic. Yes. <laughs> Just, like, the amount of movement that they were doing. Yeah. Um, I do think this movie just, like, kind of peters out a lot. There's a lot of ideas at the beginning, and it jumps around a lot. It does just kind of end without a lot of resolution. Like, does she give up her powers or does she just give them up for that night? Like, what actually happens at the end of this movie? They, they go to a dance and they kiss. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, do, like, do we think that she gives up I mean, up they're her, obviously her together now because she gave it up and Brad still chose her. It's true. But, like, her, her, and, her, her and Polly's relationship is kind of fractured at the end. There's no resolution there. Yeah, I, I, I was one like I was watching it. I was kind of bummed that Polly didn't end up with that whatever guy she liked, that top the top that guy. But it makes Rhett. sense if they shot that afterwards. They were dancing together at the end. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, but I wanted there's, her and Louise still- to have a moment. I know, me too. It was sad. <laughs> uh, so if I had to predict the future, I <laughs> oh. would say that uh, no, they're definitely not together. She did not give up her powers. Because she's only 16, and you still have a good, like, four years left of inner turmoil and uh, figuring out who you are as a person. Maybe 
they they wind up together, but I, I want to say no, and I want to say she still has her powers. Although maybe she like faux gave them up for a few months, mm, and she never she never talked to Polly until they met awkwardly after high school graduation, and oh. they both look very fabulous, and they're like, I hope they're still oh, friends. We had it. We had a we had a good run, and then they become friends later. Yeah, the cast still hangs out with each other. Awesome. Oh. Like, like, so Paul, I listened to this podcast. There's this podcast called You Might Know Her From, and it's a great podcast hosted by these fabulous people who interview character actresses. Oh. And she was on, and she's like, oh, yeah, I just, like, went to, to the Brad and Rhonda's house recently, and we had, like, a barbecue or something. And, and she's like, oh, yeah, I still keep in contact with Robin Lively because I think they're just, like, forever bonded by this just crazy movie. Is it considered kind of, of like iconic that? now? Oh, yeah, yeah, Stephanie, it is. Mm -hmm. So in San Francisco, there's SF Sketchfest. And about five years ago, this drag queen, Peaches Christ, hosted a screening of Teen Witch at the Castro Theater. And it is one of my top five, like, nights in San Francisco of my life. One of my top five, like, like adult experiences because it was packed. Like, it's a, probably 2,000 people in this theater for a, it started with like a drag version of all the musical numbers. It was like a half hour show of all the, the music. And then they brought Robin, Robin Lively and Mandy Ingber in. Wow. And Robin Lively entered in carried by four muscled men. <laughs> From the back of the Castro Theater, and like the the audience erupted because this was like something, Stephanie. I think like we watched it like you you probably watched it like slumber parties growing up, mm -hmm. or we all like, it was like watch with just like a few people at a time, or you watched it by yourself. It was because nobody saw it in theaters, so for a lot of people, it was probably their first experience seeing it with like a huge crowd. And it was just this joyous moment of being with all these people who are so heavily invested in this movie. We got some good tidbits from Robin Lively, who was just great. She did a cameo for Brandon once. I ordered a cameo for her. And she, <gasps> yeah, it was, she, awesome. she was, a, it was like Brandon got a new job a couple years ago and I was like, got a cameo. And she was so great. She did. Wait, did she, Brandon, does Brandon know this movie too? Oh yeah. This is like one of the reasons we're like together. Um, <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. Will you be so, having a Teen Witch-themed wedding? I mean, I was like, well, Popular Girl would be a really good song to have on the dance floor. <laughs> you could do, like, the dance. Right? You could do the dance. Yeah. Uh, Brandon is not going to want to do a dance, oh, a choreographed true. dance. That's true. <laughs> He's like, Graham, we'll, you go We'll it. create one for Okay, okay, yeah. It'll be the bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. P.S. listeners, I'm engaged. Um, yes! <laughs> so, so, at Madam... So, Robin Lively said... Um, if you watch carefully, at Madame Serena's house, it was a set, obviously, and she's like, anytime I had to leave, I had to fake that I was walking downstairs. Oh, wow. So she, if you watch it again, you see she's just like, boop, 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 boop. Like, she's just, like, pretending to walk downstairs. And then she said the scene where she sits, Madame Serena sits on her lap to, like, basically give her a pep talk, that Zelda Rubenstein had horrible breath. <laughs> And that she could barely focus on the scene oh, because she yeah. couldn't handle how bad oh, the no. breath was. And she said she once told that story at a screening and Zelda was actually in the audience. Oh, no! That's <laughs> why so you gotta really brush your teeth after lunch when you're shooting. Yeah, when you're having salmon. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you mentioned the house. Um, that was one thing I did notice because, okay, so I had watched... 
love potion number nine, like a couple days ago, which yes. I love. Look at you, and what, what? Katie loves a rom-com? <laughs> yes. I've watched, I, that was one that I grew up with. And that's um, a good one. Yeah, well, it's got, you know, I'm like, oh, it's got a similar thing where it's like some guy goes to like uh, a psychic's house and gets like a weird thing and uh, the houses look similar. And then I was like, oh no, wait, this is the house from Thriller. Mm-hmm. So not the, not the house from Love Potion number nine, but I was getting Love Potion number nine vibes. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, house from Thriller, that's fun. Yeah, they, they told the, the spot of uh, the opening weekend. They all went to go see it, it in theaters, and they were the only ones. In the oh. <laughs> they were like, it was playing at like 2.30, and we are like, oh, let's just go. I'm like, oh, yeah, we were the only ones oh. there. <laughs> but then they played the movie afterwards, and just like, oh, my God, everybody was just going insane watching that movie. It was great. One of my best movie-going experiences of my life. Grant, you have mentioned Peaches Christ on yeah. on the pod. Did did she also do Troop Beverly Hills? She did a version of Troop Beverly Hills with Trixie Mattel. Okay, okay, because yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure you've mentioned her doing yeah. a show before, and then I was like, yeah. I think it was Troop Beverly Hills. She's so got it's... a she's got a great podcast called Midnight Mass, and it's all about like cult horror films. Katie, you might like it. Ooh. But to transition to because we. Oh my god! Again, we could talk about this for three hours, but I won't. Um, so Stephanie, yeah, you and I—we were like, especially when you moved back to Jacksonville, um, we were like movie buddies. You would always mm-hmm. go. We would always go to the movies together. There are a couple moving on experiences I do want to highlight. Stephanie took me to my first R-rated movie. I did. You did. <laughs> okay. I begged and begged and begged you to go take me to see the Birdcage. Oh. <sighs> Yes. At the San Marco Theater. And I think you were like, oh, I don't, Graham wants to go see this like funny movie. But it was like, I wanted to go see a movie about gay people. Like, and I was like, Stephanie, she'll be cool at that. Like, she'll, she, she won't ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> she won't think. And I remember that was like the first R-rated movie I ever saw was that. And I then that you would always be like, I would always be like, can you go see this like uh, Kathleen Turner movie called A Simple Wish with Mara Wilson? And you're like, yeah, sure, let's go. Like you would always drive. <laughs> and I was like, I want to see Kathleen Turner on screen because um, I'm gay. And, and he would always want to get there like 45 minutes early. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> when we went and saw Talented Mr. Ripley, I was like, Stephanie, we have to get there on like, okay, we're here. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, you go get a seat. I walk in the theater. We are the only ones there. Ooh. And Stephanie gets up and she says, uh, waves her hand. She's like, I'm up here. Can you see me? <laughs> I'm up here. We're the only ones here. <laughs> but yeah, we, we always, we saw, we, we would go to the movies constantly. Yeah. Um, you're always, like, game for going to see, like, all the random shit that I wanted to see. Yeah, I'm so excited to go back <laughs> yeah. Have you been back yet? Once, when there was no school just for Zoe. There was nobody in there mm-hmm. because we were being like, super careful, you know, and it, yeah. was, um, it was really fun. It was. What was it? Uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh. Mm-hmm. Was that any good? It was good. It was fun. Okay. <laughs> I won't tell you anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so, because Teen Witch didn't work well with uh, Zoe, what from your childhood has she liked that you're like happy about true beverly hills yes true yeah, beverly yeah, yeah, hills. yeah she loved it yes mm-hmm. um princess bride i don't know if you're really into that yes. one but, um, yes yeah, okay. <laughs> carrie always <laughs> um i haven't introduced labyrinth yet we loved never ending story but i'm scared to traumatize her with a horse 
so. That's my favorite movie as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my all-time favorite movie as a kid. I would watch it so much, my mom would get really annoyed because she just didn't want to have it on the TV again. <laughs> Anymore. Um, so, yeah. I would watch it okay. I would, we, when I would visit my grandpa um, on, my, on my mom's That's side. That's a great I love that movie so, 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 so much. It is a great But movie. you don't want her to watch it yet, Stephanie? Well, I'm just said... scared to traumatize her with a dead horse. <laughs> Did the horse really die? Yes, he gets sucked in the pit of sadness. Yeah. No, but, sad. like, in real life. No. Oh, no. Okay, good. Well, eventually. There was a rumor that that, there's a, well, <laughs> Ashley. She's like, well, Ashley's like, well, everybody He's dies. He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bring it dark. Yeah. Y'all, I do have a tattoo that says, remember, you must die, in Latin. <laughs> So morbid. She's in LA now. She's like so jaded. <laughs> so jaded. Yeah. How about you? Have you shown her Grease too yet? Yes. She was okay. like, "What the heck?" <laughs> did you show her? Yeah. I was gonna say, what order did you show it in? Because I saw Grease too before I ever saw Grease. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. I I've like Grease too. I love it. I love Grease. Oh my god, we're gonna put Grease two on. No, Grease Two is on the sequels. It was on our rotation like, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a theme of sequels, and it's gonna be Grease Two and Paddington Two. Yes. Okay, wait, but I get to pick Grease Two since you're picking Paddington Two. Yeah, I'm picking Paddington Two. <laughs> I've not um, seen either of them, so we're good. Yes. Stephanie, how about Hairspray? Yes, yes, we've seen Hairspray together. Loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, the original or the one with John? The original. Bolton? The original, both. The original. Yes. Mm-hmm. The original is so much better. Okay, so uh, Stephanie, I have a question. So you, you've shown your daughter some of the movies from your childhood, and most of them she's like, Mom, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> have there been any movies that she loves that she's watched recently and that you're like, this is pure garbage? <laughs> oh. Um, That's a good question. That is a good question. Mm, well, we just watched the new Home Alone last night, and I wasn't very, yeah, I wasn't new too home. amused. She liked it. Um, <laughs> I heard that was not good. Think of yeah. any. I think we've really enjoyed. You know, um, we recently watched the. Was it Pixar? Luke Luca. Oh, Loved it. Yes. I, I really can't think of any that I've hated. I mean, she used to watch Caillou. I hated that. <laughs> that like, but that's like a. That's like a constant with parents. Like all the parents hate Caillou. Yeah. Right? Um, did she get really into Frozen? And did you start to get sick of it? Um. Maybe for about a year. That's over now. I mean, she's but she's moved on. Yeah. She's kind of more into the older kids slash go. adult kind of movies. We're big into Hallmark movies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, since the pandemic started, we would, start, we would watch one every night starting November 1st. You know? Oh, my God. Kind of I mean, there's plenty. There's plenty. Have you been watching any current ones? Not yet. We're getting there just because we were out of town. It's there's, crazy. There's been some good ones. Yeah. It's been a really good, it's been a really good season for Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> So, what holiday? What I know, you guys are like obsessed with Elf. Mm-hmm. Are Good there choice. any others that you're excited that is in your rotation? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, one new one that we've really enjoyed every year lately is Christmas with the Cranks. Newer okay. um, Christmas Chronicles, we love. Yes, we're fans. Um, we're fans of that. Obviously, Elf. Um, what else? Those are the three major ones. I saw It's a Wonderful Life for the first time last year. And oh, my goodness. I saw it the, for the first time, like, two years ago, and people thought I was crazy. So thank you, Stephanie. I was always told I've, that it was I've really sad and depressing, and I don't <laughs> enjoy sad and depressing, so I never watched it, but it wasn't. <laughs> you know? 
How am I the only one who just watched that movie on repeat throughout? Like, we always watched it, like, every year. Nope. We were a Muppet family, so I always oh, just well, had the Muppets. Obviously. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, y'all. So the other day, um, so I have a really good friend, Mary, who, like, we bond over, like, we talk about let's just hang out and read books and not talk to each other. Um, and we both love Muppet Christmas Carol. And her house was like, unfortunately broken into the other day, but like they didn't take anything of value. But I texted her and I was like, they didn't take Muppet Christmas Carol, did they? And she's like, no, it's good. Uh-huh. She's like, thankfully, no. No, like, we still have nothing that. of value. It's still here. <gasps> no, it is Katie. a value. I was saying it's value. Kitty, mute yourself. It's got- no, you guys, oh, oh. nothing of value, so it oh, wasn't okay. taken. Oh, Meaning got it. it. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just used to shit-talking things we love that are obviously not of high artistic value. No, no. <laughs> Which, you know, legit. So, to, to wrap up, to take it back to Teen Witch, Stephanie, do you think you'll um, keep this in your film repertoire? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, this is part yeah. of my childhood. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care who watches it with me and who doesn't. I'm watching it. I just see you defiantly watching it, and Zoe's like, "Again?" You're like, "Yes, again." We're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch it, it when you come home for Christmas. <laughs> I know we can't put it on. We'll put on some clips. I would love to hear some real time commentary from. It will be hilarious. Katie and Ashley. I, mean, I don't know what I don't. I don't know what you're gonna say. I so I would watch it again if I could have an experience like you kind of had at the Castro. Like I would want to watch it with a lot of other people who love it because I like I didn't hate it. I was just like, what is this? But when I'm with other people who love something so much, I love their love for it, right? And so then I start to see it through their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. I would I would watch it again with the three of you um, because I think we would have a lot of fun and we would try the dancing. It, it, this movie made me want to dance and I'm not usually a dancing person. So I was just like, yeah, I want to do it. So I would watch it again with a group, but I don't think I would watch it again by myself. Yeah, um, I'm. I, this will be. I'll, I'll watch it like every year. Like I just, it just like watching it with Brandon. I just felt so much joy. Um, I was just like, oh, this is so silly and just so fun, and it made me really. This is the kind of thing though. When you're an adult and watch it, you're like, huh, for the first time. Whereas when you're a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember what it felt like watching this. Like, mm-hmm. Stephanie on Madrid Avenue in our living room and just, like, in our forts that we would create. Oh, my gosh, the forts. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but, yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that Katie and Ashley could have been introduced to this. Thank thank you, Beth, Ashley's, for, Ashley's for like, showing mm, us. Okay. <laughs> no, I was like, I like learning about things that you love. I mean, maybe one day we'll do Wish Upon a Star, this other movie with Catherine Yeah, no, I'm curious about it's, that one. Yeah. It is not good. <laughs> but yeah, if we ever do a theme of body swap movies, we could pick that one. Ooh, that That's could be fun. fun. So we are now going to do a little, a little let me introduce, mini, excuse me. The mini. mini. A mini let me introduce you. Mini let me introduce you. Just my, my songstresses. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, I think you have some recommendations of, of some, some things in media that you can watch with your kids. Yeah, um, the main one we're watching right now is just a, a, a fun show on Netflix called Bella and the Bulldogs. And like we were talking about in Teen Witch, I'm kind of into, you know, the female empowerment. It's not all about boys. It's not about, all about being popular. So it's about a girl who um, leaves her cheerleading life to become the, the quarterback of the football team. 
Yes. And her life. I think there's only two seasons. We're enjoying every episode. It's so much fun. My daughter loves it. I think my husband likes it a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's great. Um, and and I don't I don't think a lot of people know about it, but it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Is it like based it. on a on a true story? I feel like I've read that in the news somewhere. That's a good question. It might be based on a true story. I believe there's a true story about it out there somewhere. I have never looked it up. Now I'm going to. <laughs> okay. All right. That was definitely suggested to me after I've been watching like cute, cheesy um, mm-hmm. Christmas movies on Netflix already. And I was like, ooh, I am curious about this. <laughs> it's very cute. I love that. I'm going to check it out. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Maybe over the holiday weekend that we are all about to have. Maybe. Um, yes. Um, so in coming up, Ashley, do you have your choice for your brother? No, you are all still going to be in suspense. The next time we come together, um, our guest will be my big brother, Justin, who um, I'm going to say is our most one of I'm sorry, one of our most accomplished guests. Um, He's a film and TV editor who let me watch a snippet of something he was working on. And I didn't recognize the main actor um, because the wig and prosthetics were really good. Um, But yeah, he is deciding this weekend. um, So just going to keep us in suspense about what we're watching. So um, knowing him, it'll probably be horror themed. So if you're into horror, um, get ready for the next yeah! time with my older Poor brother, Sam. horror connoisseur. As long as there's one string of Christmas lights in it, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them in the in the background of my of my yes, video. Yes, yes. Record. Well, yeah. I, I love that keeping people in suspense. I love that. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Thank I'm so you. honored. I love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And as Stephanie has done, listeners, write a review for us on Apple Podcasts, please. Yes, please. Um, any, it has to be five stars. And because um, I get sad. And uh, follow us on Let Me Enter You Pod. In our, and our uh, Ashley, I saw a tweet this week. I did it. I saw you. I, I did oh, the tweet. Good Katie, job, I saw Katie. A tweet. <laughs> Good job. I, I did the tweet. There's a there's a tweet on our Twitter. Yes. Let me intro you. So Let follow our bustling you. Twitter that... feed. Let me intro you is our Twitter. Okay. I'm like, it's on it's on my app. I just have like five Twitter handles, so she's busy. She's a busy person. Uh, well, I hope everybody has a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. And we will see you in a fortnight. Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Stephanie. Bye. Bye. Let Me Introduce You is a podcast hosted by Graham Veth, Katie Kubert, and Ashley Crone. Music by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 License. Make sure to follow the Let Me Introduce You podcast on Instagram at Let Me Intro You Pod and on Twitter at Let Me Intro You.